Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Mila, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Tesvav. Tesvav. We dedicate, the learning is dedicated, today is dedicated, Le'ilu Nishmas, Henya Basra David, whose yard site is on Heyov, and also Le'ilu Nishmas, Horavichil Michob Rabbi David Alevi, whose yard site is on Heyov, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Ve'arizal, Rabbi Yitzchok Ben Shloimoi, whose yard site was on Heyov, and also Le'ilu Nishmas, Sorobas Yosef, Sasha and Avroham ben Yitzchok Isaac, whose yard site is tomorrow on Shabbos, Shabbos Nachmu, Tovshin Pei Gimel. And Lili Nishmas Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuariye, Harini Kapuras Mishkova. And we dedicate the learning to a, for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Cyril Esterina, Basoralea, and her newborn baby, Ruven Chaim ben Cyril Esterina, and also Pesia Bas Chayester, Lei ben Jenya, Shmuel ben Levana, Yocheved Bas Levana, Yehudas Nechama Bas Miriam, Chaim Yitzchok ben Chanarifka, Shloimoy ben Rifka Sprinza, Necharachel Bas Hindalea, Fruma Bas Genesia, Yosef ben Mazel, Akiva Michoel ben Sorahuva, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Dvoiragila Simcha bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Soralea bas Chavaliba, and her newborn baby boy, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Chana bas Sora, Hillel Yisrael ben Sora, Nechani Zalman ben Sorafega, <coughs> David Leib ben Shena, Shlomenisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Gita Ganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Avi Veilana Bas Yisbehendel, Sarocha Bas Yisbehendel, Tuvi Yitzvi Ben Chayaliza, Yehudis Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Sora Yehudis Bas Sora, Chavivachana Bas Galia, Dovid Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Feindel Rechel, Besorich Shachol Yisrael. Rab Nussensal now is going to give us an incredible explanation regarding gerim, why a ger requires a bris mila, and the whole process. A ger cannot enter into the holiness of the Jewish nation without going through a bris mila, circumcision, Tvila, dipping in the mikvah, valyadei bezn shel shloisha daika. And this must be done in the presence of and under the supervision of a bezn of three people. This is all going to be related to Torah Samachay in Likut Amaran, which this halach is based on. Because a ger who was previously a member of the 70 nations, which are the opposite of the beetle that Rabbi Nezal speaks about in that chapter in Likut Imran, about a person nullifying himself completely to Hashem, closing his eyes and detaching himself totally from this 
physical world and connecting to a much higher place. Ki ikar habitul el oyer ho'en soif shehu hatachlis because the main ability for a person to nullify themselves and negate themselves completely and plug in with that infinite light of Hashem, which is the tachlis, which is the ultimate purpose, is dependent on the holiness of the eyes. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there, it's the ability to close one's eyes completely from all the distractions and all the nonsense and all the things that a person shouldn't be looking at in this world. Remember, at Kriyashma, what do we do? We close our eyes tightly and we put our hands over our eyes. And Shmoinesrei also, when we're trying to achieve this beetle to connect to the Hashem Echot, the oneness of Hashem. V'yalkein, achar sheshoven me'abitul, nimshach kanal. And therefore, Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Ram that when a person comes back down from that beetle, the person draws down new Torah. Shehi klula mi shivim And the Torah is made up of 70 different interpretations. So again, the ayin, ayin, the word ayin is 70, and closing the eyes to this world connects a person to that oirein soif and enables a person to bring down the full spectrum of Torah, which is shivim ponem of Torah. We know the word soid is bigematria 70. Soid is the highest level of the, of the 70 levels of Torah. It says, Hashem has not given chen, chen chof nun, which is 70, to the other nations, and therefore, they do not know, they, they don't know the Torah. They refused the Torah when it was originally offered to them. Because all 70 interpretations of the Torah, a person draws all of them down through that beetle. Which is especially, especially dependent on the holiness of the eyes. And that's why the entire Torah is included in the eyes, everything. We mentioned this as was discussed earlier in paragraph Bayes, earlier in this halacha. We mentioned that the Torah begins with eyes and ends with eyes. The first word in the Torah, Bereshis, the Tikkun Ezra says, is divided into two parts. The, the Bayes and Tov, the first letter and the last letter, which are Bas, which refers to the Bas Ayin, the pupil of the eye is called Bat Ayin. And the remaining letters are Roshe, Reish Aleph Shin Yud. There's a Pasuk in the Chumash, Ele Roshe Beis Avoisam. These are the leaders of Klal Yisrael referring to Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. They're called Roshe. So the word Bereshis is Roshe and Bas, the three colored parts of the eye and the pupil of the eye. The Zohar Kodesh says this, that the word Bereshis is Merames on the eyes. And the last words in the Torah are Le'ene Kol Yisrael the great wondrous things that Moshe Rabbeinu did before the eyes of the whole Jewish people. So we see that the entire Yiddishkeit is all about the eyes. And we know the eyes are called the windows of the neshama. The eyes can make or break a person, chas A person looks at what they're not supposed to, major destruction. 
and the whole learning of Torah and the whole connection to the tzaddik is looking, looking at the tzaddik, looking at the letters of the Torah. Question. And these other nations are the opposite of all of this. They are 70 nations. They are the opposite of the 70 interpretations of the Torah. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in two chapters in Likutim Ran, in Torah Lamed Vov and in Torah Kufalev. And therefore, when a goy is coming to convert, he cannot enter into the holiness of the Jewish nation without a bris mila. He has, we have to remove the orla. Which is the tumma of the snake, which is attached to everything you see in this world. We have to remove this from the ger by the person experiencing major pain, the process of the, the chitov, the cutting of the orla. And Rabbi Nezal explains when a person is experiencing major pain, what do they do? They close their eyes tightly. They close their eyes tightly to this world, <clears throat> and the person goes up to that higher place, to the next world, which is all oneness, where there's no right and left, there's no chesed gvura there, it's all chesed. Shehu hatachlis, which is the ultimate, ultimate goal. And that's how this ger draws upon himself the holiness of the Torah and the mitzvahs, Shehi Kedushas Yisrael, which is the holiness of the Jewish nation. Shenim Shach Misham, which comes from there, from up there. Mibichinas Habitol, and I'll from this beetle that the person achieved when they close their eyes tightly. V'yalkein ayudezehu nichnas b'kedushas Yisrael. And therefore it's through this bris milah that the ger enters into the holiness of the Jewish nation, because he leaves the tumor of the 70 nations, which is the damage of the eyes, which are attached to what you see in this world, and he's entering into the holiness of the Jewish nation, which is the holiness of the Torah, which is comprised of these 70 faces. Remember, the Tikkun Ezer has 70 chapters on the word Bereshis, Shivim Ponim, these 70 chapters. Which the person is there to draw upon themselves through this Beetul. And this Ger was there to this through the Mitzvah of Brismila. Remember also the word Mila has the Yud Hey of Hashem's name and Mem Lamed. Mem Lamed is 70. Brismila is, is connecting to the Yud Kei of Hashem's name, the Chachman Bina, these, which are the eyes, the, the highest level, and this 70, this Kiddush of the eyes. 
question, in closing the eyes to this world, something that should be done, is, is that something that should be done all the time, or only from time to time during the times of Beetle? The answer is that there are different levels of this. A person, a Jew in this world, has to try to keep their eyes closed 24-7. Not literally, not literally, but meaning be, being aware that the Sahara, when a child comes into this world, the Gemara tells us in Nida, <clears throat> that during the time that the baby's in the mother's womb, the baby has a malach teaching it Torah. And the wording in the Gemara is ner dolok al There's a candle burning over the head of this baby in the womb of the mother. So the baby is in wall-to-wall kedusha, super holiness, coming out into this and, and receiving all the Torah knowledge that that child can be masik, can possibly achieve. Right before the baby comes out, the malach flicks it over here, and the child forgets everything. And the Gemara says, Majbino, I say, we make the child swear. You're going out into this world? Let me tell you what your mission is. Your mission is to retrieve that lost article, to retrieve all of that Torah that you learned when you were inside the mother's womb. That's your mission in this world. But the, the Torah also tells us that there's somebody waiting there as soon as the baby comes out and he introduces himself and he says, <clears throat> Welcome. I'm going to be with you on this entire journey. I'm going to accompany you on this entire journey. Who is it? The Malach Amavis, the angel of death, the Yetzir Hara. The Shlomo Melech says in, in Koelis, from the moment, the day a person is born, they're, headed, they're making a trip, they're walking. Where are they walking? The direction, the final destination is the grave. So a person is dying, a person starts dying from the moment they're born. If a person were conscious of that, if a person were aware of that, they wouldn't get lost. They wouldn't get distracted by all the distractions of this world. But a person comes into the world and boom, bam, boom, bam, the Sahara has every trick in the book to distract us and to get us to forget what our mission is, what we're here for, what my purpose is. So therefore, a person needs to know that the, a Jew is supposed to close, has has all of this, this Olam HaSheker around us, and if you want to get to the final destination, if you want to get to Olam Haba, you better close, you better put blinders on your eyes, and stay focused and not get distracted by the things that are coming at you from all sides. Some people do that literally. Some people, Mamish, try physically not to look. But I, I saw by my rabbis that they didn't necessarily do that, but they tried to be careful. There were things that they didn't look at. There are people who like to go window shopping. There's all kinds of different things that people do to look. I just want to look. I just want to see. And they don't know that this angel is fishing. He's got a fishing rod. And the way that he hooks a person is all you have to do is take a look. Nothing. What I do wrong? I just looked. And the person doesn't know that a look could be a hook into the person where the Yitzhar can pull the person into all kinds of trouble, all kinds of serious trouble that begins with the look. Remember the Gemara says, the eye sees, the heart desires, and the rest of the body falls into line to, to, to go ahead and, and commit the mistake. There are special times when a person is learning Torah, or when a person, especially when a person is davening, and especially when a person is davening the holiest parts of the davening, which are Kriyashma and Shmon Esrei, there there's a special warning. Don't look. Don't look out of your sitter. 
don't look, don't get distracted. Stay focused. Stay concentrating on your davening, on your learning, that kind of thing. Don't let yourself be distracted. So those are, during his spiritus, these are special times when a person wants to make this highest level connection, and in order to do it, you must close your eyes. Your eyes must be closed tightly. The Shulchan Aruch mentions that there's a malach that's appointed that if a person has shown during Shmon Esrei, if a person looks around, there's a malach that's appointed that has when the person passes away, what this malach introduces himself and he smashes the eyes of the person has Rahman So again, there's a special warning when it comes to Shmon Esrei, don't look outside, don't get distracted, stay extremely focused. Paragraph And now we'll understand also the tremendous importance of the ger dipping in the mikveh after going through the bris milah. Because water purifies a person from all types of tumor. Because the waters of a mikveh draw on the waters that Rabbi Nezal speaks about over there in chapter 65 in Likud Imran. Shehem meimei ha-toyra, which are the waters of the toyra, hanim shochem mehazricha shel reshimu shel habitlanal, which a person draws upon themselves when the person's coming back down from that beetle. Rabbi Nezal explains over there in chapter 65, when a person comes back down from there, the person is very thirsty, super thirsty, number one. And number two, the person, the, the Yetzirah, comes back even stronger than he was before. And the only way a person can, can battle is by drawing Chidushe Torah, by drawing down the waters of the Torah. Shehem mechapin tzimoin hanefesh. They extinguish that thirst of the soul, where the thirst is super thirsty. Shehem hayisurim horoitzim lezgaber beyoyser chasvishon kisheshoven meabitul. This is referring to that suffering that we said, when, a, when does a person go into the beetle in the first place? When a person is experiencing suffering and they want to be able to, to handle it, they close their eyes tightly. That closing of the eyes takes them on this trip. They're closing their eyes to this world. They're going up. They're able to see into the next world, to see into that place of oneness, but a person can't do that permanently. When they're coming back down, Rabbi Nezal explains there, the Yisurim come back even stronger. Like two people who are fighting, when one sees that the other one is winning, he gets all of his strength together to try to turn things around. So the Yitzhak, the Yisurim come back even stronger, and Rabbi Nezal explains over there, he shows the connection between Yisurim and thirst. There's a Pasuk. So the person is very thirsty. How do they quench that thirst? How do they eliminate the Yisurim? Through the waters of Torah by bringing down new revelations of Torah. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likut Imran, very clearly, Ayin Shom. Take a look over there in Likut Imran. This is what the Pasuk refers to in Yeshaya Navi. All of you who are thirsty, come to the waters. Which waters? The waters of Torah. Ayin Shom. Take a look over there in Likut Imran where Rabbi Nezal explains all of this. 
וזה בחינס, ושאפתם מים בסוסון ממיני הישוע. We have this major פוסק that we say, מויצוי שבס, and everybody knows this פוסק, you will draw waters with joy from the wellsprings of salvation. כי משום, מבחינס הביטולן על שהוא התכלס, שהוא כולו יחד, כולו טוב, משום נמשוכם כל מיני הישוע. It's from that incredible high place, that beetle, that tachlis, which is all oneness, from there a person draws down, brings down these wellsprings of salvation. Kishom kuloitoi, because up there there's no right and left. Up there it's all goodness. Alkein, mishom nimshachem kol mainois ha-yeshua mikol atzores sheboilam. And therefore it's from there that a person draws all the wellsprings of salvation to be able to resolve all suffering of the world, every type of suffering. Now, from these wellsprings of salvation, you have to take, you receive the water with joy. Rabbi Nelson Zal says, look at the wording in the Pasuk, with simcha. Because Rabbein Azal shows there in chapter 65 what is the vessel into which a person can receive these waters of Torah. The keli is simcha. That's the vessel by which a person draws those waters of Torah. As Rabbein Azal expounds on this over there in chapter 65. וזהו, ושאפתם מים בסוסוין. And that's why the Pesach says this, היינו עם הסוסוין, with that simcha, you will draw these waters, כי הסוסוין והסמכה היא הכלי לשאוב המים על יודו ממיני הישוע, שנמשכם מהזריחה של הביטולנו. רב נוסן זל is weaving together, he's tying together all the pieces. You know, that Rabbein Azal speaks about in that chapter on the Kutuman and connecting it all to our topic, to the topic of the process of becoming a Jew, all the different buttons that have to be pushed. And this is why if you take a look at the Targum of this Pasuk, the Targum is, this is one of the cases where the Targum seems totally different from the Pasuk itself. It says you will receive new teachings. Ulfan means advice, new Torah, from the choicest of tzaddikim. You hear this? That's the Targum of the Pasuk. You will draw, again, this is... This wasn't written by Rabbi Nachman. The Targum was written by Unkelis or Yonis and Ben Uziel, these incredible Tanoim. Because all true revelations of Torah, which are referred to in these words, Ulfan Chadas, this new advice, Nimshochem Yishon, come from that highest place. And this is why the Targum says, from the choicest of the tzaddikim. Because it's impossible for a Jew to get to that incredible high place. 
And to be able to draw down from there this new Torah, true Chidushe Torah, without connecting to the greatest of the Tzadikim, the choicest of the Tzadikim. Note here, Note again how Rab, Rab, every word here, Gedoyle, Tzadikim, Ho'amitim. What do you mean? There are false Tzadikim? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. There's levels and levels of Emes. We speak about this all the time. And there's levels and levels of Tzadikim. No two Tzadikim are the same. We mentioned the Zohar Kodesh that shows the vast difference between Noyach versus Avram Avinu versus Moshe Rabbeinu. And the Zohar Kodesh even shows worlds of difference between Yeshaya Hanavi and Moshe Rabbeinu. You would think Yeshaya Hanavi, Mamish, one of the 24th forum of the, uh, the Torah, the Torah Shebech How much greater could Moshe Rabbeinu be? The Zohar Kodesh shows it's worlds apart. Mamish, the opposite. When Yeshaya Hanavi said, uh, Shimi Shamayim, the Malachim wanted to beat him up. And, um, and so he had to say, uh, 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 no, 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 I'm not giving my own speech. I'm, gonna, I'm giving a nevu. It's the word of Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Heaven, all of you, all of you malachim in heaven, stop what you're doing. The Zohar Kodesh says, every malach that was in the middle of a mission, their mission was interrupted to listen to the Shira Hazinu. Everything, the entire creation, fish, everything stopped. So we see this is a tremendous yesoid in Yiddishkeit, that there are tzaddikim and there are tzaddikim amitim. That's another level. There's levels on... Rabbeinu Zalman Sipurim Isis speaks about meshukanet tzaddikim. Rabbeinu Zalman, one of the stories in Sipurim Isis shows that there was powders. There was these special powders. There was a powder of tzaddikim and a powder for meshugoyim. And somebody went and mixed those two powders together and, and when people walked on this mixture, they became tzaddikim mishugoyim. What's a mishugan tzaddik? Rabbein Zalman gives an example there. A mishugan tzaddik is that they started, they started doing tshuva. Hashem, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I did, so many, I did so many things wrong. And they started blaming each other. Instead of doing the right kind of tshuva, the right kind of tshuva is blaming myself, not blaming, not passing the blame onto anybody else but fixing myself, instead they blamed each other and they killed each other. They went and murdered each other, all of these. This is Tzadikim Mishugoyim. Yes, there's a, there's, a, there's a chapter on the Kutimran where Rabbein Azal says, that before a tzaddik re- reveals chidushe Torah, he has to cry first. He has to cry in order to receive these chidushe Torah. He shows this from psukim. So here again, there are people who write svarim and they don't cry. And there are people who come up with chidushim every two minutes. And you'd say, here's a chidush, there's a chidush. Oh, is there such a big difference? And the answer is, you could imagine. You could imagine that it's a completely different level of Torah when, when one cries. There's one of the great breast lovers of the previous generation, I think he was called something Litvak, because he was originally a Litvak, became a Kurta Breslov, and he was, once, um, at, he was once at night, he was having dinner by somebody, and, 
and they offered him a plate of soup, but with all kinds of stuff in it. He said, I, I can't eat this now. If I eat this, I won't be able to get up for chatzois. If I eat such a heavy meal now before going to sleep, I ain't going to be able to wake up. And he once commented about Likute Maran. He said, this Sefer did not come from a full stomach. You don't write a Sefer like this from a full stomach. In order to write a Sefer like this, Rabbi Nassau had to close his eye. He, he didn't fill his stomach. He ate little. And here again, this concept that, that people, we all need to know that Yiddishka, you know, Torah is not biology or chemistry or some other type of chachma, which a person learns simply by reading the book and having a high aptitude. A, a smart person is smart. One person is smarter, one person is less smart. True achieving of Torah is dependent on tikkun hamidois, a person working on all their midois, kas, gaiva, achila, you know, all the taivois and all the midois. That the more a person succeeds, in, in achieving control over all of those things, and less gashmias, the, poor that per, the more that person prepares themselves to be able to receive more ruchmias. They're on two ends of a seesaw, usually. That a person can only achieve this type of beetle and be able to bring down these types of chidushay Torah with the help of the choicest of the tzaddikim. That's who Rabbi Nezal is referring to in the beginning of that chapter in Kutimaran, where he defines the tzaddik as the master of the field. A tzaddik of that caliber has the ability to bring his students, those who are close to him, to bring them to these kind of levels, to the tachlis. And these waters that are spoken, that Rabbi Nezal speaks about in that chapter, these are also the holy waters of a Jewish mikvah. About which the Pasuk says, Mikveh Yisroel Hashem Moishioi Beisora. That a gathering of water of Klal Yisroel can save a person during a time of tzara, can take a person out of all tzara. Look at this. Vad, um, uh, the, and the uh, Moishia Vadai. Note the words, the, but the Zoyar Kodesh says this now. He's going to be quoting the Tikkune Zoyar. Moishioi Vadai. That, note the word in the Pasuk there. Moishioi, major Yeshua, major salvation. Hahu de Mekoira de Mikve Biyode, the Tikkun Ezra says this refers to Hashem, and not just Hashem, this refers to the highest levels, Bina, Chachman Bina, referring to Hashem, whom the source of mikveh is in his hands. Hashem is the one who has the source of mikveh, which is Bina, we'll see soon. The mikveh is 40 so, Ben Arboim Lebina. This is, by the way, the Zohar Kodesh that we say on Erev Yom Kippur. On Erev Yom Kippur, when you come to shul for Kol Nidre, Right after Chasen finishes Kol Nidrei, in most Machzoyrim, they have a beautiful paragraph from the Zohar Kodesh, which speaks about tshuva, and, and this quote is a line from that paragraph, where Rabbi Shimon Bar says that even if Klal Yisrael did so many sins, th- th- we, can get it, we can get it forgiven through this. And if this doesn't work, we can do this. And if this doesn't work, we can do that.
he shows how there's no way in the world, Kaviocho, that Hashem can get out of forgiving the sins if Rabbi Shimon Baruchoy is involved, if if Bechirei Tzadikai is involved. Kiheim Nimshochim Mimainai Haishua, because the mikvah waters come from these Mainai Haishua, from these wellsprings of salvation. Sheheim Moishiin Mikol Hatzoros Bevadai Kanal. And this can help a person from all types of suffering. And this is why it's known in Breslov that whenever a person gets into any type of crisis, the first thing is mikvah. The first thing is mikvah. Run to the mikvah. Dip in the mikvah. Because of this pasuk, mikveh Yisroel Hashem Moishio Sara, that mikvah is a Yeshua for any type of tzara, a health issue, a financial issue, any type of tzara, the first thing is mikveh. Mikveh is very, very powerful. You know, the, we've learned a lot about it and we're going to learn much more about it. That when Hashem first created the world, the world in its holiest state was wall-to-wall water. Was when it was all water. Then Hashem separated the upper waters from the lower waters and that's when all the trouble started. That's when every, all the problems began. But again, the highest level of Kedusha is the, the mikveh, water, water and mikveh. And again, the word mayim, we mentioned this before, the yud in the middle, yud is chachma, and the two mems, mem is bina, ben arbo and labina. So mayim is chachma and bina. When a person goes into this type of water, they're connecting, they're going above, they're going above the seven lower spheroids, they're connecting, they're tapping into that tachlis, into that echot. Would have thought that tzedakah was maybe like the, the first thing for the crisis. Both are true. Both are true. Rabbeinu says tzedakah opens all openings. Open, open your hand to the poor man. That tzedakah opens all doors. Both, both are first steps in addressing a crisis. Definitely. Because the mikvah waters draw from the source of, of mikvah, which is the, the source of the living waters, which come from that beetle. Remember, the beetle is keser. The beetle is going up to keser, which is called ayin. From keser comes chachma and bina. We talk about yesh me'ayin, Hashem creating the world, yesh me'ayin. Yesh is yemin smoil, right and left, which are chachman bina. That's the beginnings of right and left, which is mayim. We just showed that's mayim, the yud and the mems. Water is this chachman bina. That's why the Torah is called the waters of Torah. Sheshom mekoyr hachayim. That's the source of all life. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Ki imcha mekor chayim. Hashem, up there by you, is the source of all life. Vezehu mikveh Yisroel Hashem. And that's why the Pesach says, Hashem is the mikveh of the Jewish people. Ki behamikveh nechlolin belakusa yisporach. Hashem echad. Because in a mikveh, a person is plugging into, a person is connecting to Hashem. Because what do you do when you go into the mikveh? You close your eyes. You're closing your eyes tightly. That beetle, one of the main times and places of this beetle is when a person is going into the mikveh. And again, they're dipping in the Torah, in Hashem. 
You're dipping Kaviocho in Hashem. Sheshom Kuloitoiv. Where over there, it's all good. Shemishom Kol HaYeshuos. And that's where all the Yeshuos come from, from that highest, highest place. Umishom Kol HaTarois Lechol and it's from there that we draw all types of purification from every different type of Tuma. The Tuma comes from all of the things in this world, all the materialistic things in this world. All of this tumma, all these different types of tumma, and all of the attachments to materialism of this world become nullified by a person going down in and hiding them, submerging their whole body from head to toe in the mikveh waters. Which come from the waters of the, the wellsprings of salvation which flow from the zericha of the beetle, from the shine that comes from that original beetle when the person went to that highest place. And it's there, from there, that the ger becomes purified from all the tumma of the seventy nations. V'nichlal bekdushas Yisrael and plugs into the holiness of the Jewish nation, Shehi Kedushas HaTorah which is the holiness of the Torah and all of its mitzvahs, Shenichlolim B'Shivim Ponim, which are included in this number 70, these 70 faces. Any questions? A question in which story is the Tzadikim and uh, Mishigoyim? It's in the third story of Sipuri Maisius, the story of the cripple, Maisa Michiger. Exactly. Vialkein Shir Mikvah Arboim So, and now we could also understand why the minimum size of a mikvah is 40 So, Keneget Arboim Yoim Shebohem Nitna Torah, corresponding to the 40 days during which Moshe Rabbeinu received, he went up to heaven for 40 days to receive the Torah. And as Rabbeinu Zal explains, we draw down the Torah from the Rishimu, from the shine of the Rishimu, the imprint that a person has from that beetle. Remember, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heaven, it says he didn't eat, no eating, no drinking, no sleeping. Beetle, what did Moshe Rabbeinu do when he went up to heaven? He did this incredible beetle, total beetle. Which has to pass through these 40 days until the light starts taking shape and form in the form of letters and words, which are the vessels in which this light of Hashem is contained. So that we should be able to receive it and relate to it in this world. This is the concept of the 40 saw of the mikveh. Because that's where mikveh comes from. Mikveh comes from this beetle, from the reshimu of the beetle, you know, that a person that, that Moshe Rabbeinu experienced. Is this, is this referring to the 40 days when Hashem gave the Torah and Hasinai to when Moshe brought it down? 
Exactly. 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 And remember, when Hashem first said the first two commandments, blew all the circuits. There was total beetle. They didn't die. Their souls left them because the light was too bright, couldn't handle the light. They had to be a triasamesim, and they had to say to Moshe Rabbeinu, you talk to us. We see we cannot receive the light directly from Hashem. We must get it through you. The Bechirat Sadikaya, exactly. This week's Parsha, Parsha Tzvayas Chanan, exactly. V'alkein, paragraph Yud Zayin, V'alkein yefsher lahager lehezgayer, and now we'll understand also why it requires a bezin of three in order for a ger to convert. Because as we said before, it's impossible for a person to get out of the tumor of this world and to enter into the holiness of the Jewish nation without the tzaddikim of the generation. Shehem Bechinas Bechirei Tzadikaya, which is what's referred to over there in that Pasuk as the choicest of the Tzadikim. Shehem Bechinas Balei Asodanal, they are the masters of the field, that Rabbein Hazal refers to there. Sherak Al Yodom Boim Alatachlasanal. It's only these Tzadikim who can elevate a person that kind of Aliyah, that kind of incredible elevation to the Tachlas. Vialkein. And therefore, a ger who wants to get out of the tomb of the 70 nations and enter into the holiness of the Jewish nation, the shivim ponim latoyer, which come from their bitul, it requires a bezin of three. Because when you have three Dayonim together, they can receive the Torah, the Das of Torah from Moshe Rabbeinu, who represents the entire Torah. Remember the words Moshe Rabbeinu are Bigimatria Taryak, 613. Moshe Rabbeinu is Klal HaToyra. And Moshe Rabbeinu is the ultimate master of the field. Shehu Mevi is Kol Yisroel Alatachlis, who brings the entire Jewish nation to this Tachlis, Al Yedei HaToyra Shenosan Lonu, through the Torah which he has given us, Al Yedei Oitzim Niflois Habitul Shaloi, through the incredible Bitul that Moshe Rabbeinu did. Sheol Olamoroim, he went up to heaven, literally, and he spent three sets of 40 days up there, from Shavuos to Shiva Sabatamus, from Shiva Sabatamus to Rishchoy Shelul, and from Rishchoy Shelul to Yom Kippur. Moshe Rabbeinu went three rounds before he came down with that second final set of Luchos on Yom Kippur. Lechem loy ochal, and the Torah makes it perfectly clear, he did real bitul, no eating, no drinking, no sleeping during those periods of time. Which resulted in Moshe Rabbeinu being able to bring down from there the entire Torah to give us life till today. 
וכל הדיונים שבעולם צריכים לקבל ממנו. And all judges in the world must receive from Moshe Rabbeinu. כי עיקר הדיונים הם סמוכים. Because as the Gemara explains in Sanhedrin and in other places, in order to be a dayon, you have to have smicha. Shetzrichen shiu smuchen mehorebi shalem shesamcham. A person must have smicha from his rebbe who gave him smicha, who, who gave him the authority to be a, a Torah leader. Shehu nismach meraboi veraboi meraboi ad Moshe Rabbeinu l'shon. As the Rambam writes, that this is a chain that goes all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu, where each one was given authority from his rabbi, who was given authority from his rabbi, going all the way up to Moshe Rabbeinu. V'alkein hadayon nikra elikim. And this is why we find in Parshas Mishpatim, a judge is called elikim, ki hu mekabel mi Moshe Rabbeinu, because he receives from Moshe Rabbeinu, shemevi kol Yisroel alatachles, who is the one who brings the entire Klal Yisroel to this ultimate goal. Ubefrat hatzadikim amitiim, especially the true tzadikim, shehem hashoiftim, who are the true judges and the true tzaddikim of every generation, shines his holy das into them, to plug them into Hashem through this process of bitul, but to do it in a manner that the person goes up and comes back down. That's how we receive this knowledge of Torah, to be able to judge properly. This is why the Jewish judges are called Elikim, because they connect to Hashem, they plug into Hashem literally, through this beetle. And therefore it's impossible for a ger to convert and enter into the holiness of the Torah. Which we said requires this beetle. It requires these three dayonim. These dayonim receive their power from the true tzaddikim. Shehem bechinas Moshe, who are in, like Moshe Rabbeinu, shaydezeh zoichin lovoy alatachlis. And it's through them, through this process, that a person can get to this tachlis, shaydezeh mizgairen hagairen. And that's what enables a non-Jew to become a Jew, v'nichnosim mikdushas Yisroel, and enter into the holiness of Klal Yisroel. V'yalkein heim shloisha dayonim. Now we come back to why is it three dayonim? Because when we're drawing down the Torah by having gone up to that super high place, that keser, that beetle, and in order to receive the Torah, you have to have kalim, you have to have vessels to receive that light. These kalim are the ten tikkunim, the ten spheroids. Shehem bechinas eser spheroids. Shehem klal kol hakalim agdoshim. They represent all of the possible holy vessels. 
שכולם כלולים בשלושה קווים. And all ten spheres are based on three channels. Chesed, Vedin, Verachamim. Chesed on the right, Din on the left, and Rachamim in the middle. How, why is Rachamim in the middle? Wouldn't you think that Rachamim is another word for Chesed? The answer is, the word Rachamim can be divided into two parts. Mayim. Mayim is, this is not my, I heard this from Rav Rosenfeld. Mayim is meimei hachesed. Water is usually referred to as chasodim. Reish ches is bigematria yitzchak, is bigematria pinchas, which is midasadin, that left side. So rachmim is the combination of chesed and din. It's that middle channel. It's Tiferes. It's Yaakov Avinu. Yisroel. Like the word Yisroel is a combination. The Tikkun Ezra says the word Yisroel has the word Kale, which is Chesed. There's a posik Chesed Kale Kol Hayoim, and the word Shir Shin Yud Reish, which is the Leviim. The Leviim are the ones who sang. The Leviim are on the left side. Koyin is Chesed, Levi's on, on Levi's din. Shehein bechina shloisha avos, which correspond to the three forefathers. Shebohem klulim kol ho'eser tikunim, in whom are included all ten spheroids, shem eser spheroids, kayadua, as is known. So that's the concept of these three dayonim. These three dayonim represent the full spectrum of Kedusha. There's a pasuk that we say, Zeh hashar l'ashem, tzadikim yavoyuvoy. This is the gateway, this is the entranceway to Hashem, through which tzaddikim will enter, will come close to Hashem. The Zohar Kodesh says that the word sha'ar is the letters eser. Zeho eser l'ashem. These ten spheroids, tzaddikim It's through this study of the ten spheroids, and it's through knowing, learning what, what they're all about, and be, be connecting to them through this, that's how tzaddikim get close to Hashem. That's how they enter into Hashem which is the opposite. There's another pasuk when Elianovi wanted to see Hashem, when Elianovi was running away from Achav, and he was hiding out in a cave, and he said, Hashem, I'd love to see you. Hashem said, good, no problem, listen to this. First, you're gonna hear storm and lightning and thunder, you're gonna know that's not Hashem. Then you're gonna hear other loud noise, and you're gonna know, loy borash Hashem. Hashem is not in loud noise, with his loud noise. Then you're going to hear a kol demomodako. You're going to hear a, almost a silent sound, a sound that's very, very quiet, and you'll know that that's when the Shekhinah is there. That's, that's where the Shekhinah is. So the Pesach says, loi borash Hashem. Hashem is not in Rash, where there's a lot of noise. That's not where Hashem is to be found. The Zorakot is elbo eser. Hashem is found in the eser, the, the same letters as the word Rash, in these ten spheroids in the study of these ten spheroids and, and by connecting to these ten spheroids. And Rav Nosanzal shows us here that when you have a quorum of three dayonim who are musmachim, who have smicha, and this smicha goes back all the way to Moshe Rabbeinu, who did this beetle, this incredible total beetle, then that person, that, that quorum of three represents the, ten, the three channels which are the ten spheroids. Go ahead, go ahead. On one hand, 
Nothing saying that the Shal Hashem, and that's Be'eser. Changing around to Be'eser, that's the way to get the Hashem. Then we're saying Lord Barash Hashem is also, when the same letters, and he's saying Lord Barash Hashem is, is, is also Be'eser. So we're no, 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 no. I'm saying, how you. Because the same letters, this this is the whole concept of the Torah, that the same letters could be destruction. You have the word tsara, tzadik reish hei, is destruction, pain, suffering, and you have the word tsoihar, which means light. You have the word nega, nega means a a disease. You have the word oineg, oineg, pleasure, ganeidu, you know, etc., etc. All of these letters, when they're in their proper seder, they're chasodim. When you get, when there's shaloike seder, it's gvurois, it's destruction. Just like Hashem's name Yudke Vovke. When it's in the proper order, it's Yismachu Hashamayim Vesogel Horetz. When you rearrange the letters, it's gvurois, it's judgment. There's a pasuk by the ten makois. It says Hine Yad Hashem Hoyo Shabasoda. The hand of Hashem is going to strike your cattle and everything. The word Hoyo. Hey vav yud hey, the same four letters rearranged. It's mass destruction. So again, rash is is the opposite of Hashem. Eser is Hashem. Excuse me. Meneos versus neimus. Exactly. Obstacles. That through the obstacles, if a person overcomes the obstacles, they turn into sweetness. Exactly. And I was just thinking, uh, still not really answering the question. Because both places you're switching around the letters to the same eser. One place means Zashar, Hashem, and the eser is the way to reach Hashem. And the one you're saying is Lebarash Hashem, only Beheser. So I was thinking maybe maybe the Hashar is Ha Eser. I mean, it is, 100%. Zeho Eser, exactly, that's the Shah. making the difference. Exactly. The Bays and the Hay, one place is Zashar. Yeah, yeah. Yes and no, yes and no, that's not the issue. I'm showing you that the same letters, lahavdil, 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 Einstein said that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just takes on different shapes and forms. Lahavdil in the Kedusha, Hashem created everything with the letters of the Torah. What do you mean? There are only so many letters. You're right, there are only so many letters. These letters, when you put them in the right order, they're chasodim, they're brachos. When you rearrange the order, when keseder is chasodim, shaloi keseder is gvurais. The Gemara says the betishrei nivra oilam. This world was created in tishrei. What is tishrei? Tishrei is upside down. Tough shin reish yud. Yud is like a kuf. Yud is ten and kuf is a hundred. This world is upside down. So you need, if you know that, then you know. Okay, so if he's the president of the United States. And if she's a star, you know, he's a so-and-so, and she's a so-and-so, so-and-so. You know that everything is upside, upside In this world, it's mamish upside down. He belongs in jail or in a crazy house, and she, she's the opposite. She's total darkness. This star, this movie star, is on drugs and, you know, v'chulu, 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 et cetera, et cetera. That's this whole concept of keseder and shaloi keseder, major. But in the end of his life, Moshe Rabbeinu gave all his powers to only one person, Yeshua. Why is it that now it takes three judges? 
The answer is he didn't give all. Don't forget, we learned in a few a few weeks ago where Moshe Rabbeinu gathered shivim zekenim. He gathered seventy elders, and he gave over some of his light to them. Yeshua is the one who received the most. No question. There's always one tzaddik who is the leader of all the tzaddikim. But there isn't just one tzaddik. There's tzaddikim amitim. There are others, other major tzaddikim. No question. We should, this Shabbos is a very special Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, when Hashem consoles us and, and brings us close from all the terrible tzoros that the Klal Yisrael endured during the three weeks, Ben Amtsorim, we should be zerucha that Hashem should do a nichum avelam on all of us and take away, we should be zerucha to go to the mikvah, especially Erev Shabbos, <coughs> mikvah, because again, mikvah is the stairway taking us from weekday to Shabbos, to Olam Haba. Shabbos is called Main Olam Haba. How do you get to Olam Haba? Going into the mikvah. That beetle, that complete beetle in the waters of the mikvah. We should be zerucheh to, to be mekayim, all the mitzvahs of Erev Shabbos, and this Shabbos should be the best Shabbos of our lives. Be zerucheh to all the Yeshuas. Bias Moshiach Tzidkenu, b'mheira b'ameinu, amen v'amein. We're not finished yet. Rav Nosazal has incredible things coming up.